Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. You're listening to I Married an Artist, conversations about curiosities, passions, and inspirations. Just found joy. Hi, I'm Luke Ferris. And I'm Audrey Ferris. First off, some business. Thank you all for listening to the show and giving us positive feedback, both in person and digitally. We got both the in person and the digital. If you didn't know, our show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. You can also go to our website, imarriedanartist.com, and listen to each episode. If you'd like to connect with Audrey or me on social media, let me see if I get the tag right, at Audrey C. Ferris underscore. Nope, it's just Audrey Ferris underscore. There it is. And I'm Every time. at Luke H. Ferris. Please message us any of the ideas you guys have on the show, your thoughts, maybe if you have a guest recommendation that we could talk to you, because uh, we have a guest today. Mm. It's very exciting. And we have our first ever guest, historic, please don't hit the table oh, roll. historic it's someone that we know very very well i just met her oh you just met her <laughs> she's really cool <laughs> she is a joyful witty funny whiskey pouring pop culture spitting superstar she currently resides in virginia beach virginia and is also my kid's sister welcome to the show eliza ferris thanks for having me you guys you're welcome wow. nice to meet you audrey oh wait <laughs> oh wait <laughs> So, Eliza, we start off each week of the show with a question. What is inspiring you this week? So, I ask you, what is inspiring you this week? I am a huge fan of your podcast, so oh. I prepared myself, which might be cheating. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, so any true fan. I thought you were going to say the podcast was inspiring you this week. Uh, well, I mean, yes. But actually, a huge part of it was family is a huge inspiration this week. Uh, coming home and visiting um, after a couple months away has been a refreshing um, thing to be with you guys and have a blast. Um, and then during my travels, I started rereading um, one of my, it's become one of my favorite, uh, I don't know, just beautiful uh, writings of Raymond Carver, uh, who writes a lot of short stories that have become incredibly popular. Uh, but he uh, writes a book called uh, What We Do When We Talk About Love. And it's a collection of short stories. And there is a specific quote that always reminds me like of our family and the family get togethers and all this stuff. And it's um, at the very end of one of the short stories in this collection. And it says, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it says, I could hear my heart beating. I could hear everyone's heart. I could hear the human noise we sat there making. Not one of us moving. Not even when the room went dark. And it just gives me chills every time. I just time. got goosebumps. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really, wow. really amazing. It's emotional. Wow, that's a good in- inspiration Ooh. for the week. Uh, I think I can follow that up even I better. Um, no. it, it's, it might be even, you know, even deeper philosophically than that which is saying something because that's beautiful quote may i ask you luke what's inspiring you this week have you guys ever heard of the sack squatch unfortunately because the sack squatch so you've heard of the sasquatch but have you heard of the sax squatch the real sack squatch it's not a nice sounding name (laughs) no i 
Let, let me give you a little taste of the Sasquatch in, in nature. So excited. In the wild. Okay. Oh. Wow. Quite beautiful. I'm, are you guys, you have you guys to give the chills? visual description. Did you guys get chills? To go with it, because people are confused. So the real Sasquatch, which is the Instagram tag, is a Instagram, Instagram handle. Is an Instagram account of a man. Well, maybe not a man. A large man in a Sasquatch suit <laughs> playing the saxophone in random places. So this, I don't know when this account started, but when I first saw it, I thought for sure it was a marketing scheme. I was like, this is probably genius, like for that beef jerky or something. I was like, ah, this is definitely a scheme. But no, this is real authentic. This is what social media was made to do. It's positive. It's exciting. It's inspirational. And the best part about it, the saxophone. I mean, you get some smooth saxophone in there. So the cool thing about the real Sasquatch is you can find him in the wild. He comes to different towns, different cities, and will start performing at jazz clubs or even in parks. Thrilling. And so you can go experience the real Sasquatch. You too can experience He's actually Sasquatch. having How big a, is his following? What's his fan base like? Uh, he has just over 25,000 followers. Impressive. Wow. So it's, again, the Instagram is at the real Sasquatch. That's at the real Sasquatch. And your Michigan accent is just horrendous. Just <laughs> peaking and he's, right he's now. He's now doing a tour in the Florida and Alabama and North Carolina region in the South called Sax on the Beach. So you can find out where you can see Thanks him. Thanks for sharing. That's my inspiration. Can Love you that. be notified if he's near you? Uh, no, it could be totally random. So just like the real Sasquatch. Yep. Good Wonderful. one. Audrey, what's inspiring you this week? I know that'd be tough to top. Thanks for asking, Luke. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say Harry Styles, specifically with his new music, his new style, is really inspiring me this week. We've been chatting. We just had dinner with Eliza. I've been chatting about his new look. Um, Harry Styles. It's good for everybody to spend some time thinking about high-waisted trousers, um, pearl chokers, Painted nails. Multicolor painted nails mm -hmm. and vintage inspired tattoos. So something for us all to spend time thinking about. I, I, I totally agree. And this conversation has happened uh, around the cubicle in my area. My good friend Dana Thomas, my coworker, uh, has shared a lot about this. He's kind of a fashion expert himself. Yes, he is. He? If he's listening, he is an inspiration to me and many uh, in the cubicle area where we sit but we have chatted about <laughs> Harry in the cube in the cubes in the cube land we've chatted about harry styles and uh listened to some of the of course with headphones listen to the music um you know in cubicle land you cannot play music out loud so. love his new album eliza which track are you favoriting at um, the moment fine line had made my top 10 of 2019 albums um, which is impressive because it just came out yeah, just made the cut of 2019. Uh, just ended with a bang, which yep. is great. So that uh, 
featured December 13th was when Fine Line came out, I believe. Amazing factual. I could be wrong, but um, Fine Line has been uh, kind of a strange, more, um, I've watched a couple of interviews. Uh, a lot of it was a, a more of a breakup album, which I thought was interesting. And then also just a very joyful um, album, which just really shows like the joyful likeness of being an adult and being in adult relationships and Mm -hmm. a lot of relationships when you're an adult and kind of okay sad but okay yeah um so watermelon sugar has been a what a jam it's been yeah and then cherry which Mm -hmm. has been was a real breakup song and then his uh ex-girlfriend's voicemail was oh that's what that was yeah is that the song when he's like I still miss your accent and your friends. Did um, you know I still talk to them? I can't remember. That one, I I just not. love that line. It's the one where the... I still miss your friends. Like, you know, when you... That's I true. I'm married, but like when you break up with someone, it's not just them, but you're like losing everything you had, you shared together potentially. Yeah. And I think that's a, especially like as an adult and um, being in like different relationships, that's probably the hardest part is... yeah. A lot of relationships, I mean, some end horribly, but some end just because it doesn't work out. And right. that's where the, the sadness is, like, losing those friends or that family that you used to call your own. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's it's very impactful that he was so open with this album. And um, any, like, interviews, uh, I think uh, BBC One did an interview with, I think, Zane Lowe um, with him. And that was a really awesome like almost an hour-long interview where he was just so wow. open about his career about his relationships and um, I'm just really excited to see what he does next whether it's fashion or acting or more music wow. more music hopefully all right Eliza enough about Harry Styles let's Aww. talk about you as our first guest thank you for being here it is an honor to have you here thank you for marrying an artist oh Ooh. are you thinking Audrey or are you thinking me um, that's the question. Who's the artist? That's the question. That is the question. Listeners may never be answered. But let's get into it. So let's talk about whiskey. Whiskey is a part of your life right now. You work yes. at American Brew in Virginia Beach. Correct. What got you into the beverage industry and specifically whis- whiskey? Like what has brought you there and why are you interested in it? Uh, whiskey has been quite an impactful thing, I believe, because of our family specifically. Specifically, our father um, has brought that into our lives um, as something that's been a wonderful thing that uh, has been conversation starters Mm -hmm. and that's something we really bond over in a lot of ways. Um, And then that comes trickling down through our Irish heritage, Mm -hmm. uh, which has been a lot of fun. And I believe um, being having that Irish heritage that really appreciates um, that whiskey world and scotch and then trickling down into bourbon and Mm -hmm. being able to explore that with, um, our family has been probably the biggest Kickstarter of being interested in whiskey. And then, um, uh, something because I love whiskey so much. And then our mom is the most hospitable person in the world. And everyone who knows our mom will know she always needs someone to have a beverage. What water snacks. Snacks. It's it's she's the most hospitable person ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been ingrained um in me. Yeah, <laughs> working in the hospitality industry. Yeah. So working in the hospitality industry really just brings me like immense joy Mm. um so that really 
and uh, bringing those together in a beautiful marriage is that's so just cool i've never heard you say that before but now that you do it makes so much sense i was saving it for this podcast <laughs> saving years and years, years. and years just, you knew. i'm gonna that's save so this cool. for the podcast i knew i knew family. so speaking of whiskey we have some in front of us mm-hmm. uh i bought this today i didn't know if you knew about it but you did know about it I surprise do. surprise she uh, had she knew everything and i'm gonna open it right now it's the sexton it's a single malt uh irish whiskey so like we talked about irish whiskey i I too tend to like Irish whiskey a little bit more. It's a little bit easier. I don't know if I'm going to be able to open this. So, I believe in you. Otherwise, I can. I've opened a couple I'm bottles. I have Eliza open A couple this. bottles of whiskey. And I'll talk in my about. Life. I'll talk about the whiskey. So, Irish whiskey is interesting. It's a little bit lighter. It's usually a little bit more delicate than um, maybe some of the American bourbon, uh, rye, things like that. Should we listen to it? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. This uh, so I like Irish whiskey, and this stood out to me because the bottle's really cool. It's it's in a hexagonal shape. Mm -hmm. It's dark. It's got skeletons on it. So that is that a two finger pour? Um, it's a one and a half. That's a that's a we we call it a that's a that's a dad finger pour. Okay, uh, I'll have family and friends pour. Family and friends pour. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I just need a little bit. Oh, so it good. is January in Michigan, so you gotta have some it. people would say. So so you've heard of this bottle before. Um, I did a little research. It, there's rumors that it does Cheers. come from the Bushmill family of whiskeys, which is in Northern Ireland in Antrim County, where actually Audrey and I have been to the distilleries. So that that has that definitely got me interested in it. But what do you think about this bottle? Can you turn it? Let's see the front. Mm. I mean, it's a hex, like it's a hexagonal, hexagonal bottle. It seems it's different, and I think that's why it, intentionally. Yeah, it's a very sexy bottle yeah. for a sexton. I agree. I feel if I don't think you're asking me, but it looks kind of like vintage. It reminds me of like, um, like the twenties, sort of. Yeah, I think uh, something that's been, uh, and if the read or the readers, the listeners <laughs> uh, aren't familiar with the the bottle, the. Um, Part of the logo is a uh, profile um, of a skeleton wearing a top hat. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I think uh, something that's really cool is... I love it. It's definitely, like, nostalgic in a lot of ways, but it's more... Um, gives you the freedom of, like, uh, more steampunk. Ah, uh, yes. That. Totally. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Slancha. Slancha. Ooh. Oh, that was good. That was really loud. I saw I saw Audrey. Mm. Yeah, Audrey. Audrey I didn't delicious. know you uh, knew how to taste whiskey. Yeah, she went to Bushmills. Well, and, no one. And that was random. Rodney. If I did something right, you should tell me. Yeah. So so it's funny because we just dove in, and you obviously are taking your time yeah, we, uh, to do this. So very excited. Uh, what uh, what should we normally do instead of just chugging it uh, before we taste a whiskey? Do you think? I mean, I'm not one to judge. That's uh, I think that's what the Love that about you. wonderful thing about whiskey is. Something, some whiskeys, I believe you should chug. Sure. Doesn't mean I think they're bad. It just means I don't want it in my mouth very long. Right. Um, <laughs> Get it over with. That's <laughs> Get true. it over with. That's true. Uh, with whiskey, I think uh, everyone has their own preference of what they love and what they don't love. And um, when I think my favorite thing about whiskey and any any tourist, tourist type of beverage or yeah. coffee or food is it's all about per, like 
don't know, preference. preference and memories, I think mm. is the, the biggest part. So I don't think there's necessarily like right or wrong answers to what to whiskey tastes like to you. Um, I think there's a right way to taste it though. Sure. <laughs> That's such a nice thing to say. I imagine, cause I know you like teach people like groups and it's like, a, it's tastings. called a whiskey school. I'm sorry. I know you teach whiskey school and that would feel really nice to hear because something like whiskey which i don't really know anything about i'm kind of more of a wine drinker i like the taste of whiskey but it is you know something new so it can be intimidating so hearing something like that like it is what it means to you and there's not necessarily a right or wrong way to do it yeah yeah i think it's is that something you learned in school or is that more like your voice kind of coming through well i was in the coffee world before i ever got in the whiskey world because of uh american legal drinking age um (laughs) (laughs) that i can say on the podcast um (laughs) but uh so coffee um i went through a lot of like uh teaching when it comes to coffee and um the way you taste uh coffee and describe coffee can be applied to so many other uh, beverages, wine, like beer. There's a lot of similarities in training your palate. And I think that's something that's really important um, that I learned at a fairly like impactful age. Mm -hmm. Like that was my version of, uh, I don't know, being challenged academically. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So whiskey has just been like uh, super fun. And I've also been taking a couple classes or courses for whiskey that – really help dive into more of the um specifics of what you're excuse me audrey just did a whiskey bird no something weird happened i don't know what it was <laughs> excuse me everybody we'll cut that out no we'll keep that in no, that's that's i would like that in please yes it's a big guest um, request i want to talk to you about the whiskey school that you do um at american brew and this is an opera this is a a cool way to educate folks that maybe don't know much about whiskey, but also doing it with food. So let's talk about food and whiskey. Initially, when you think about food and whiskey, you maybe for people that don't drink it very much, it'd be like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to do that. People are more used to wine or beer with food. How do you think whiskey and food compare well together? And what are some examples that you have shared at the whiskey school? Whiskey can be had with anything. And I think anything can be had with anything, but there's some things that should be or elevate mm-hmm. it. So when you have like two, I don't know, I always like to think about uh, the scene in Ratatouille, Pixar, when you have the grape and then you have the cheese, but then you have the grape and the cheese together yeah. and the whole new flavors. And there's the visual of like what that does. And uh, I don't know. I love I'm that. on a art podcast, so yeah. I have to think about those things. But um, when it comes to the whiskey school and uh, the pairing of the food, um I don't know, for example, like there's so many different notes and so many different whiskeys. And I don't know, for example, like Maker's Mark has a very prominent um, brown sugar uh, like note to it. So that's something that like I paired last time with uh, a bacon wrap sweet potato wedges Ooh. with an agave drizzle. And it's, wow. yeah. Is this for, for just you? Just enjoying? No, this is for the whiskey school. This is for the whiskey oh, school. I'm okay, so I did not make this. Okay. But you were able to like taste it and understand the pairing and like learn about that. Yeah, and creating those pairings is um, something that I love. And it, I feel like creating those experiences for per- people is yeah. something that brings me so much bo- joy to see what they like and what they don't like about it. And mm-hmm. that's where the freedom of the whiskey school, you have people who might know more than me, which is completely 
possible <laughs> and some people who or think that they know more than think you. that yeah they can think that um or people who really are only there to to feel good that night <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> which to each their own and uh it's just fun to kind of break down people's walls having them uh describe um memories i think has been the biggest thing that um yeah, like cool. the food pairing and the whiskey pairing brings out um and for example i i gave them an example and also try to loosen everybody up because it's a group of people and a lot of them are strangers mm-hmm. and uh, whiskey can be a very intimidating thing mm-hmm. to even talk about um especially if you don't know much and i told them i'm like what does this remind you of it might remind you the fruit notes in this port finished whiskey might remind you of an expired Capri Sun that you had a, like Science. in a camping trip when you were 13. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's where it's just you have this freedom and it brings up like so much personality with mm-hmm. everyone. By the end of the night, liquor helps. But by the end of the night, everyone was talking like they've been old friends. And I think so that's cool. what is so powerful about these whiskey schools. And uh, I don't know, being in this hospitality realm has been very joyful to see. Yeah, it's it's almost like those are one of some of the last safe spaces for people to really face to face communicate and learn about each other um, without any preconceived notions or expectations or I guess anxiety or uh, judgment with each other because you're all there to have a good time and experience something new. Yeah, and you get liquored up real quick, which does not hurt. It does not hurt. All right, <laughs> so love whiskey, love talking about whiskey. Another thing that to me, and probably to you, Eliza, that we love talking about together as siblings is pop culture. And we grew up in a household where pop culture knowledge was like currency, and debating film theory was a regular occurrence around the dining table. Can I just share something there? Yes. So, for example, as someone who's not a sibling but has joined the family, one of the first times – actually, the first time I went over to your parents' house – we were barely, we were kind of teenagers. Eliza was a teenager. And Maybe. then your older brother, Jay, just a couple years older than us. I think he must have been home for the summer or something like that. And I walked in the door, new house, new people. It's intimidating. And he means really well. But the only basis to like, you know, get to know someone or to start conversation is this topic they're talking about, pop culture. So he just, and this is his personality. So what's your favorite song? What's your favorite album? Who's your favorite artist? What's your favorite movie? Just like rapid fire. And it was very intimidating and scary, but he's not that at all. I only share it to say that's how you guys like converse with each other. And it's in like a really friendly, loving, like fun way, but it can be a little bit intimidating. So I might just sit back and let... um... And you kind of just stole my question (laughs) because do you, Eliza, obviously like that experience I had with Audrey was a big opener for me. Like, oh yeah, people don't normally act like this. Have you experienced other people that you've hung out with or has been around our family that's like, why do you guys talk so much about this? Or is it something that you feel like has helped you connect with people Um, or both? I would say that like I'm a very intimidating questioner. I think we all <laughs> are. Think, questioner. Yeah, we, we like to, and it's... But so authentic. It's like you, you're asking a question because you really want to know. Yeah, and I how I describe this to people because I'm like, it's not just what's your favorite color. Like I think... All these things, um, especially in all our culture and uh, within our family, it's like an intimate like peek into your brain and into your heart. Mm-hmm. Like 
talking about books and talking about movies and talking about like pop culture or, or favorite celebrities or anything like that like might seem really surfacey but it really talks more about your personality more than anything mm-hmm. more than like when you graduated from high school and what yeah because like, what does that mean you have no control over those things right and I think we're pretty aggressive when it comes to um talking about pop culture but being the youngest of the clan has been um very interesting because I think I looking back I research probably more than anyone else because I wanted to be prepared for the debate yeah the debates and be a part of the conversation because we're a family who of talkers we will talk until three in the morning even if we've been with each other for a week Mm -hmm. um which is apparently rare exhausting and exhausting so fun (laughs) Audrey's Audrey's in bed families that go to bed at three o'clock and when See, the thing is, one thing I would bring about that, just to go off of Bunny Trail, um, our mom, who we mentioned before, who we love. Bunny Trail. (laughs) Bunny Trail? A rabbit. Rabbit I think it's cuter. A rabbit rabbit trail? I don't know, actually. It's a rabbit trail, yeah. Our mom, who we've talked about before, is really adorable. Uh, She actually doesn't know as much about pop culture she as doesn't probably, care she doesn't she definitely knows about like 70s and 80s hair she has rock. one she has mm-hmm. one very strong opinion how do we feel about daniel Luke craig as bond but very bad very bad well, Bring back I, I think we're gonna have to do a uh with the new bond have to do a netty recap i'd love that episode. but anyways it's always fun to me because she'll come in in She's a bit busybody, so a lot of times she'll come into the living room at 11 o'clock, and maybe the other siblings are talking. But once she gets into it, you're like, I'm in I'm in for a three-hour conversation. Mm-hmm. And it usually starts at 11 o'clock. Yeah, and I, I believe the only other person who got that genetically is our older brother, Jonathan. Yeah. And uh, the question. How many times have you walked away from them talking at like two in the morning? You probably could keep up with them. I've walked away many times. Yeah. I think I can keep up probably the most out of anyone. I think I have the most uh, stamina. Stamina. um, Because I was forced to be around it the longest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. You do have stamina. (laughs) That's very true. Uh, Let's let's talk about pop culture. Let's talk. Maybe you can bring up some conversations at the dinner table. For you growing up, what was your pop culture that you were inspired most by? Star Wars. Okay. Mm. Oh, was that too quick? Yeah, no. Too Can quick. you slow that down and it like post? Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. do that post. <laughs> Besides Star Wars, what 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 else inspired you in pop culture? That maybe that here's a question: What what pop culture? What was something that maybe inspired you or you gravitated towards that maybe your older siblings didn't that you kind of held on to? Ooh, um, I think. Th- I think that's really tough, but uh, because I just loved everything you guys loved um, because they were quality things to love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more than anyone else, I really gravitated towards like boy bands, which I personality wise might you might not ever guess. You would never think that. No, you would never think like that. I'm very like I love the black keys, I love the white stripes, and but it's like I also just like I loved, I loved like. One Direction. I really love the Jonas Brothers. I love Justin Bieber. I like really. I just love, and I don't know why. I have no idea why. And but that was also like the happening when you were like a teenager. Yeah, it really right. Ages me. And, we, and we, I like to give <laughs> I like to give Eliza a lot of credit when I have conversations at work or with other friends about not necessarily boy bands, but different groups that I always like to say. When my my sister was like the OG. Like she was OG 
Justin Bieber. I remember you and our cousin Chloe watched his like original YouTube videos. Correct. Like, you you went to Ed Sheeran an Ed Sheeran concert. Ed Sheeran. Was Never that forget. in Grand Rapids? Yeah, I saw Ed Sheeran um, when he came to Party in the Park. And also Jason the, Derulo, which was I don't there. even know. Party in the Park, Jason I don't know. It might be a defunct. I don't know if it's no, it's still going. But it's like it was a thirty dollars ticket, and now he's selling out arenas. He's selling out arenas around the world, and it was yeah, and it was probably one of the most um, probably independent um, finds I've ever had when it comes to like an artist, and that really like elevated my confidence when it came to um, a pop culture. Uh, like family who love to talk about their new music finds or mm-hmm. the new shows or movies that they really like that that really really just like that's the thing i that's the only thing i stand behind. it stood <laughs> well it stood the test of time i do You'll have to always say have Ed Sheeran. and always have it. and um, our sister and our newer sister-in-law mm-hmm. uh is a huge jonas brothers fan so i think the bigger the, than i ever was yeah so it actually worked out really well um i have a, a question how do you feel about Ed Sheeran's multicolored sort of like neon tattoos? Um, uh, personally, he can do whatever he wants. Sure. He's, he's very talented. I personally do not like colored tattoos mm-hmm. that much. Agreed. Um, it's very, it has to be very, very classic. Right. Um, and vintage colors mm-hmm. and very muted colors if, I, if I'm going to enjoy and you're that. speaking as how many tattoos do you have? Um, I think five or six. And they're all and counting. They're all black ink. Yeah, strictly or Taking gradients of like, you have. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. They're all. I I personally believe like, um, yeah. It's an expression of yourself, and that's an expression of himself. And yeah, they're they're very just cr- from an aesthetic point. I was just curious, like, when you see them, do you think? Uh, no, I'm not attracted to Ed Sheeran because of his tattoos. Right. Only because of his tattoos. But we respect him for his, like, his artistic choice. Correct. But yes. we don't like them. Yeah. One, wonderful question. Yeah. It's, it's good to just see where people are at with that. Because, honestly, I've never seen someone in person with that style of tattoos. And it is unique, so it's interesting. Um, okay. Just wondering. All right. Eliza, since yes, you Luke. are the first guest on our show, Ooh. you have the opportunity to create historic segments when we have interview guests you are the pioneer you are the lewis and clark of you're the indiana jones Mm. you're the indiana jones of our podcast guests on the show so this first one i want you to think of a title maybe you don't have to say it now title of this segment this segment is i went out on instagram and asked people to ask you questions. So hmm. it's Instagram asking you questions. What do you think the title of this segment should be? Hmm. Great question. A couple of cues. Audrey, you're not allowed to be in it. Eliza and I are really loving Booksmart. Booksmart, they, they say a couple times, like, got a quick cue for you. Quick like, cue. Means, like, I want to ask you a question. I think quick cue is actually... We really like that. ...is a very uh, honest <laughs> title for... Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. What quick cues do you have for our guest? I think quick that cues is. with our guest. I'm That's sorry. We've title. got a caller on the line. Oh. Hi. Can you say your name and where you're calling from? Hi. This is Jackie. I'm calling from Saugatuck, Michigan. Thanks. And um, what question can we answer for you today? Well, I wanted to know. I'm sorry. Um, actually, let me interrupt you, Jackie. We do have a guest on the air, so you may field your question to either Luke and I or our guest Eliza Ferris. 
Well, let's go to Eliza. That sounds interesting. All right. Take it away, Jackie. Um, Eliza, I was calling just to find out about the plans and what everyone was doing tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Jackie. I will be in a plane tomorrow, so good luck with that. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Okay, thanks, Jackie. Uh, we appreciate your call, and don't forget to leave us a rating uh, on the podcast stuff. Okay. Awesome. Talk later, guys. <laughs> wow. Second caller. I believe um, it's important to keep your phone on ringer. Yeah, I believe the there is a genetic sixth sense. Something's happening. Something's yeah. happening. Something is happening. Yep. All right. So this segment is called Quick Cue. Quick Cue. Quick cue with Eliza Ferris. So we did put out a, a a quick cue request on Instagram. Luke did that, and he got at some Luke at Luke H Ferris, and he got some questions from the people. We don't know any of these people; these are strangers. So um, they're <laughs> all our family members. Okay, Not true. So three questions from at Matt Cooley. She says, "What is the best whiskey for a beginner whiskey drinker?" Ooh. Fabulous question. Um, I believe, I honestly believe uh, an Irish whiskey, Jameson, I think is probably one of the most solid whiskeys that you can build off of. Or uh, Jack Daniels if you're um, more inclined to bourbon. Love that. Okay, next question. We've got a few. we got to really cruise through these. Quick cues. Another quick cue. Do you have the same music taste as Luke Ferris? Um, I would say no. I, I believe that we are very different in a lot of ways, but I believe um, we have a lot of core values when it comes to the, the music that we love. That was a really good answer. Fabulous. Thank you. Um, another quick cue. What do you find inspiring, and what is inspiring you since you've moved to Virginia? Um, I believe uh, independence has been a very wonderful thing that's been challenged and inspiring. And also my roommate um, and our sister-in-law, Amy Ferris has mm. been probably the most inspiring human ever. And wow. she's a saint for marrying our brother. I'm just kidding. Very true. All around honesty. Okay. Um, we've got another quick cue from K.Niff. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This isn't a question. It seems to be a statement. Interesting. It I, says, and I actually listened to this. <laughs> no, I love it. As your first guest, guest, you should set some traditions with her that everyone else must follow. So... I love it, Chloe. And Eliza, is there anything that you want to throw down and say? That we should do for every guest that comes on. Yeah, quick cues, I think, is a is a wonderful thing. Um, and uh, I think a really fun thing would uh, be a beverage in- inspiration. Yeah, I love or, that. Or, some, or food inspiration that you guys uh, eat or do. Or even having a visual that's something that's inspiring you this week is to see what the guest's reaction is as well. I love it. Love it. Okay, next quick cue from at Caitlin underscore Veenstra. Please share some whiskey knowledge. Been there, done that. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to add? Um, call me. Okay, great. Um, another quick cue from at Nate Camfort. What is your favorite way to digest art and why? To digest art? Yeah, that's a um, great question. Amazing Nate. question. I think this entire part, podcast is a, trying to define what is art, I think, mm-hmm. is a big thing. So um, that is an issue with this question. But how I digest art is usually uh, verbally. Mm. 
Um, I think I am an external processor. So I, I usually need someone else there who um, either is a family member or someone who I uh, have a lot to relate to when it comes to appreciating art. That is a great answer. And great I, answer. I think that applies to almost all art. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, if they're intimidated by going to an opening or going to even a movie alone, um, having someone there, an ally, someone you can trust to have those conversations yeah. makes it all worth it. So great answer. Last quick cue from at Amy underscore Ferris. Who is the best roommate you've ever had? I believe I already answered this question and True. I don't like to be badgered about it. Mm. We'll so. leave it there. Luke Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> 16 years. Ooh. Pretty good. Quite fun. It was quite fun. We had a good we had a good run. All right, Eliza. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, you're entering a phase of the podcast that is always very challenging and we still haven't defined is how do we end the show? Mm, yeah. Do you have any uh, feedback on that? Any ideas? Um, so I talked to some other third wheelers and maybe that is an incorrect fan term, but I like it because I like that a lot. Oh, can you share what you think our a podcast fan group should be called yeah artistic third wheelers and i know that's that's a mouthful and i think third wheelers for short um i would really like some merch to be sold um and also because being really the only single one in the family i can be uh, sure that says third wheeler i would do well with um but i think the third wheelers and i really like the see you around the apartment that's really good. All right. Well, we'll see can you. Can we save that recording of yes, her voice and have it be her? Oh, we could just have you close it. There we go. Yeah. See you around the apartment. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. We'll see you when we see you around the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> You'll She's see. moving in. <laughs> Best news ever. <laughs> it's a very tight space. You'd have to sleep with Kylo on the couch. That's okay. Kylo and I are friends and enemies. It's mm. a very, I mean, it's the force. Mm.